everybody this is aj capasso here from coventry circle paranormal i'm here with my good friend and it's robin from Hafern paranormal and you're watching another episode of talking with the source i mean i wouldn't really say it was another episode but we're just gonna have some discussion talk about the next the uh well the next show that's coming up this weekend um we have a cool show that's coming up but dude there's something i want to tell you man Last weekend when we had on Brian Shepard, man, I tell you what, I was not myself last weekend. I couldn't talk, man. I was feeling like crap. I was literally, um, you know, worked to death lately uh, with all the hours, and I was so tired, man. I think we were both out of the loop. That's why we are so happy that uh, Todd was with us um, for all that. But real quick, I want to bring in um, a guest of ours, another co-host. We have the paranormal consultant from paracrew podcast um man this is just gonna be awesome my best friend my family member my brother matt baron matt baron my brother what is up not much guys how are you guys doing tonight doing awesome man doing awesome hey matt, shout this out please <laughs> so so that is my new venture. Um, I'm starting a business called, well, started a business called Paravid Studios, where I uh, basically am offering my help to new podcasts, to groups, to anybody, teams who need help with uh, intros, outros, commercials, uh, promotional videos, whatever people need. Oh, crap, you did that crap on me. <laughs> I thought you wanted viewers, and you put me on full screen, really? No. <laughs> um, but no, so Paravid Studios is uh, basically set up to help people out and make it affordable. So instead of paying two, $300, let's just say you'll be paying about 10% of that. Yeah. Just 10%, if that gives you any idea. Um, but it's it's going to be affordable for everybody, so you don't have to really struggle with it. Um, but it's also mainly to help people promote themselves and awesome. to make it easier for people. And um, his intros are amazing because he does mine. Yes, absolutely <laughs> amazing. If you want to see some of Matt's work, check out uh, Robin's stuff. There's some of our stuff on my on my website, on my uh, YouTube. I mean, Matt is just. He's one of the kings of uh, editing. He could do it within like minutes that I would never be able to do. So, Matt, I'm the, my hat only is so big, dude. You don't need to worry about my ego, brother. I mean, uh, no, I, <laughs> I just throw stuff together. Stroking it, man. Stroking it. <laughs> well, my wife's upstairs. I mean, no, but um, no, I just I basically what it came down to, guys, is. I was trying to figure out how else to help, help everybody out. And uh, with all these amazing podcasts coming out, um, the content's great, but I noticed that they don't have like intros or they don't have commercials or they don't have stuff like that. So I was like, Oh, you know what? What the hell? 
you know, I can help out with that. And, uh, and I do have a couple of the videos on, uh, Paravid Studios Facebook page and on YouTube as well. Cool. And you said the magic word there that doesn't really happen in this field, which is help. This man here, as well as us, are willing to help. You're making me dizzy. Which, which a lot of people... <laughs> yeah, but it, it, is, it is true. A lot of people are not willing to help in this field. A lot yeah. of people take it as dog-eat-dog, dog and they'll, get, they'll do one better than you. And, you know, I mean, there, there's too much competition in this field and not enough help well that's why the p3 is there brother that's why you guys are my p3 brothers and you know i think aj you said it the you know the best we're, we're not friends this is this is family yeah we're, we're family and our family's growing i mean heck even today we have a possible new family member coming in the p3 program awesome so, you know it's it's growing yep, and Dom's right too much me myself and i mm-hmm. yeah it's all about what can the field do for me and not what can we do for the field. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And I tell you what, you know, it's sad that it's like that because, you know, Spirit said to me, like, through a, a session, a private session that I do for, you know, to try to find some answers out, obviously, like we all do. Um, I do a lot of private sessions and, you know, they were like, can you imagine? Basically, they, they, they said, you know, if you guys work together, can you imagine how much you can accomplish instead of sitting there fighting each other over how many views you get, how many subs you have? And then the people that have too many subs, they don't want to collab with another one because it's not benefiting them. And, you know, I get it. Don't get me wrong. But come on, guys, if we work together, you know how much we can accomplish in this field and how far we could progress it. Amen. You know, exactly. I want to shout out a uh, just a couple more things real quick. I want to shout out um, Parapost Network, which we are live on right now. Also, we are live on Paralinks Live. The Paralinks is another thing just like Parapost where they have live podcasts. You can go to Paralinks 1, 2, 3, Live Plus. We got everything. And then we'll also have our sponsor, which Matt just talked about, P3, P3 program. So, Matt. Can you um, talk a little bit about the P3 program for us and let people know what it is? Yeah, so the P3 is is real, real basic. What it is is a collaboration of teams, groups, enthusiasts, and even people who have nothing really to do with the paranormal. We're just out supporting each other. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You Double knew one eight. of us was going to be on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-oh, we've got trouble now. There's two of you on. <laughs> Everyone is like- one crap. <laughs> Everyone quiet now. We can't talk about can it. I, well, just... Can I just before we go any further, can I just give a shout out quickly? Yeah. Your show. Can I just give a shout out, right? And and I'm not re- I'm not trying to start anything here, but can I just give a shout out to our fantastic British government who again today have <laughs> had a prime minister in power for forty four days. <laughs> You do realize that that's like me and Matt getting me, Matt and Raymond getting on here and going, "We love Joe Biden." Oh no, that was this type of show. It's it's embarrassing, right? It really is embarrassing. I'm just talking as a person, but the problem of the matter is, I don't think anybody really truly likes him. They just kind of deal with him. But I think they do that every person that comes around in the political scene. But you know what, though. I'm so happy that you shouted out your government because normally, you know, we're talking about Boris and it's a uh, little, little funny sometimes. So I'm glad you did. Guess what? Guess what? They're talking about bringing him back. Oh, hey. 
Hey, more more partying, more partying without a mask. I love it. It's Think great. Of the content. Think Absolutely. of the content, though. Yeah. And make some great content. Yeah. That's funny, man. Sorry. Yeah, I, hey, Jay, I love you, brother, but it's just back and forth. I'm getting dizzy yeah. over here. Sorry, man. That was my, that was my mm. bad. Here, let me change the layout back to how it was. AJ's got a new toy. I see this. I, still, I was having too much fun. I'm not going to lie. I was. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, Raymond, you're you're driving right now, brother? Well, I'm sitting in my parking lot now. I'm at work. Uh, did you even go into work yet or no? No, I don't clock in until 6, so I've got some time. Oh, okay, cool. Well, I'm happy that you're joining us, man. Uh, oh, cool. You actually, uh, I know I could see your face even better. This is this is terrible. No, I know, right? Yeah. I'm better now. I look like hell. <laughs> no. But Ray, thanks you so much for joining us, man. Um, as everyone knows, Ray is a part of talking with the source. Um, even though he just recently had to step away, um, you know, he just needs to deal with some things, and that's cool. But he's always welcome back. You're our brother. You know that. You're still a part of this, no matter what. Um, and you're not, as uh, you know, I love you guys. Of course, dude, you're our brother, dude. And that's just how it is. Um, one couple other things I want to shout out real quick is, uh, just Todd, um, who's with us are one of our co-hosts from relatively paranormal and relatively paranormal equipment it's on eBay book marketplace. He's got amazing deals on SLSs, a bunch of different uh, equipment. So check it out. And uh, lastly, real quick, um, is JK47 Paranormal Investigations, who was going to join us. John Keyworth, um, one of my good friends. He was actually one of our hosts at one time. Uh, head over to JK47 Paranormal Investigations on YouTube. And, uh, you know, it's great. So, And I love how you guys are peeking around the overlay. I love that. That was in my day. Matt, your face, your face was priceless, Matt. Like, honestly, around the, around the overlay. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Raymond, your best friend's here. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's Pinkie Pie. <laughs> That's what he said. It's Pinkie Pie. Pie. Hey, chill, bitch. Chill, bitch. <laughs> I love your shirt. I love that That's shirt. great. No, tell me how awesome her hair looks. Oh, I know. I love it. Her hair looks awesome. I did it myself. That's awesome. See, if yeah. I did it myself, it would not turn out that good at all. You you should have saw the uh, hotel room when she first did it. Yeah, we were we were, were in Virginia, <laughs> and uh, she first did it. The we she literally stayed in the entire bathtub. When I say um, the entire, I mean it looked like I don't I don't know so, like a strawberry massacre. So let me explain this. So I got out of the shower after getting the dye out of my hair. Matt was on a live, so I look at my my younger brother, <laughs> and I'm like Ryan, we have a problem. And he's like, what do you mean, sis? And he comes in the bathroom and he's like, shit. <laughs> That's all I heard was problem and shit. And I went. Uh, is it one of those ones where the shower looked quite red and you're thinking homicide? Yeah. <laughs> and I was worried that like the hotel was going to like say something because it was so red and it stained the tub and the walls. And I was like, we got to figure out how to get this out so that way the hotel maids don't hate us. Yeah. <laughs> Were you able to get it out? Yeah, for mo the most part, the shower mat on the bottom, the like sticky pads or whatever, <laughs> has the pink on it. But that's because it's got... Yeah, but I mean, we put like a crap load of bleach and other shout, things. Shout, shout, shout Dawn dish soap. A Dexter scene from Showtime right there in your so, bathroom. So really, what you're saying there is, the lesson to be learned from this is, you can't take Mackenzie anywhere. Mm. 
No. no. <laughs> I can't I'm the same it. way. He I've learned not to cross Nope. Yep. I've learned not to cross Mackenzie, so you're going to get your butt whooped if she ever sees you. You're lucky you're overseas, all the crap you talk. Well, I say, you see, I've got, I've got a great excuse here. I can say what I want and do what I want, because by the time you lock it over to me. I know. I know. i got to put some perimeters or some boundaries on this podcast, let me tell you. <laughs> what was that? I didn't hear that. Well, you guys let me on that. You already shot that out of the water. <laughs> you were going to forget to say something? Okay. What, Raymond? Raymond's going to tell me now that he's sitting in a car. He's outside my house. Yeah, right. That's yeah. it. <laughs> he's stuck on me. Bitch. Yeah. Be careful, though, because he likes to peep. So be careful when you get in the shower later. He does. He yeah. does. <laughs> he's got is that. He, is, he the one, is he the one yeah. when you pass the car hold and on, the window's down about that on. much? And there's binoculars out. No, the, the binoculars is Lurker. Oh, right, right. Lurker has the monoculars. Raymond just pushes his face right up against the glass. Oh, right, right. Yeah. There you go, yeah. I even take my glasses off so I can get real close, you know. Mm -hmm. That explains <laughs> why outside of my bathroom window last night was fogged up. I see how it is, Raymond. Yeah, then he draws hearts on it. It's 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 yeah. cute. It's cute. Put hey, X's and yeah, O's on there for you. Dominic, <laughs> before you go, Dominic, one thing I want to say is, Dominic, who was just on there from 13 Spirits Paranormal, want to let you guys know that he has a company, Media 13 Productions. Check him out on Facebook. Um, also, uh, check out his, his paranormal group as well. Um, he does some great work, just like Matt. Um, so I wanted to give him a shout out because he is one of our sponsors. Um, and uh, I tell you what, guys, what I want to talk about today. Oh, um, God. Well, here's the thing. So Dominic said some things, and I want to. It's really good that he said these things. That uh, the view does not count to help to find answers, the solution. People need to learn real para unity. It's not just a word; it's a meaning. And it's I tell you, but he yeah. couldn't couldn't be more honest. And you know, it's so sad. We were just talking about this Matt, earlier, like about para unity and how we gotta constantly watch people because we never know what their hidden motive is. You know, and it's like we're just looking for brothers, you know, to share stuff with, to work together, to build our research. You know, I mean, is that what you guys do? I mean, yeah. So, you know, I mean, how's your research going, Ray? Like, how's your, your investigations going? Um, I just had one last night, a fairly unknown location, and it was it was it was a good spot. I like it. I might actually, you know, save that for one of the global ghost hunts. Why not? Awesome. That's pretty cool. You So you're going to do a global ghost hunt this year? You mean next year? Yeah, well, I'll be involved. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I say this year because I'm, I'm still stuck in this this year, but it's not. I yeah. wish it was next. I wish it was this year, to be honest with you. I'm done with 2022. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> me too, man. The way is killing me. I just want it to be, be going, you know, and, and get everyone successfully uh, taken care of, you know? Although it, it's funny, though. Um, one of my coworkers said this the other day with all these like celebrities and people back, like passing away, they're leaving 2022. So what's 2023? Like, what's that going to be if they're leaving now? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That's, we're that's not going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Seriously. I mean, no, but you're right though. You're, I mean, I can't argue with you on that one, brother. You know? Well, you so, see the thing as well is, is the uh, doomsday clock. I don't know if you realize, but excuse me, at the start of this year, the Doomsday Clock was showing 
19 seconds to midnight. And that was before this war started. Mm. So it's like they knew something was coming up. You know, I tell you what, this war kind of kind of mm-hmm. scares me a little. And it sounds stupid and corny to say that because we're in America and we got a great, you know, army and, you know, military. But it scares me because I just, you know, they just released that, you know, Poseidon, uh, Russia's, you know, nuclear warhead that has Poseidon on it um, is basically they don't really know where it is. It went off radar in the ocean somewhere. And that's scary because, you know, he's in a very situation where he could use that and that if that happens we're we're the world's going to be in a different place a different mindset i'm going to tell you that but you know besides uh political stuff though because i don't really want to talk about that obviously but um it's a touchy subject with most people um but one thing i want to ask you guys like i want to want ask uh, raymond and, and matt um and then i'll ask you robin first thing raymond um so as a paranormal researcher and investigator what are um your favorite uh favorite pieces of equipment to use when you're out um honestly just audio and video are my favorites because you can catch so much you know even through your your external microphones you can catch so many voices if you know where to set your equipment up and i do that all the time i have a buddy calls me an evidence hog because i whenever we're together i tend to catch everything (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) And yeah. it's just because, you know, of placement of my equipment. So, yeah, that small yeah. place last night, I had four different cameras running at wow. any given time. And I still, I have, I don't even want to think about all the evidence I have to go through, but I was just about to say, explain to the viewers how long it takes to do four cameras. Um, it'll probably take me a good 12 hours just for the initial review wow yeah i did four cameras at montana man and it took me at least like a month or two just to get two two hour episodes in and i'm not even done with the editing for that how about you matt oh uh, the editing part or the equipment well, which one i mean you could talk about the editing as well because i know you got <laughs> you, you amazing editing but for equipment first so i i'm an electrician by trade so for me the k2 or any type of EMF meter, that's usually my go-to. But for the most part, my besides my phone, it's yep. me. It's my body. My I know that sounds weird to some, but my favorite is me. Because yep. I know if I take care of myself, I'm energized, I'm ready to go, it'll never fail me. Yep. It's the most accurate piece of equipment that we as investigators have. And I think it's it, we as ourselves overlook that because when you're in a location and uh, like, say, Gettysburg, I was just there, had nothing going on, no meters, nothing, but I could still feel that energy. Yep. I still knew that there was something there or somebody was there. Yeah. And it's the same way in investigations. You go anywhere. Your body will be the first thing to tell you. I mean, if anybody thinks I'm lying, think of it this way. You're an investigation. You're a tech guy, a science guy, whatever. Good on you. But why do you pull out your digital recorder? Why do you start taking pictures? Your body is telling you something's up, and it's paying attention to those signs. So that's, for me, my favorite, my absolute favorite. Amen to that, man. And I tell you what, it's so true, and and it's so hard to – 
like when you're doing the video and you're trying to put it up on YouTube and stuff to like really relay to the audience, like what you're truly feeling. And people normally take that as, oh, he's just saying it. He's faking it. You know, he's just making it up. But in reality, I mean, it's so true. I mean, dude, guys, last night. Um, so I got when I started this this Valero job, right? They told me that the building is haunted. Now, people say that everywhere, but I, you know, sensitive so I could feel it out. Well, last night we had three people working before they went home and I was by myself. And um, all three of us heard some lady's voice come through and say transmitting something. And there was nothing in the vicinity of where it came from that had any kind of electronic equipment that could speak or do any kind of audio. And we were, we heard it three times and it said three different things and we searched the entire place. And then all of a sudden two bottles of water came flying off in from the cooler right in the front, came over the two barrier like things that hold the water up and literally flew, hit the glass and then dropped all the way down two of them. And nobody was in the store. And I turned at one point when my boss did leave, I was by myself and in the corner of my eye, I saw this guy. He had a long nose, like a longer nose, and um, he looked like he was wearing a trench coat, like the old 50s or 40s, stuff like that. And I saw him in the peripheral, and I turned because he was going towards the uh, back room, and I thought it was a customer, and nobody was in the place. I had to check the entire place, man. And like, I'm like, why does this stuff follow me everywhere? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, love it. Love it. But Robin, so what's your favorite piece of equipment right now? And, uh, you know, editing. Well, I'm going to be slightly different here. Uh, my One of my favorite pieces of equipment is, because I normally do abandoned buildings, is stuff that's been left in the, in the building. Because yeah. if, I go in, if I go into a house and someone's belongings are left there, you can guarantee if you start moving them, Shit kicks off. Mm -hmm. Not See, taking them, but moving them. You know what I mean? I, I, There's three things that I use is the necrophonic, because you know how good my connection is with necrophonic at the minute. Yeah. Uh, taking pictures. Take pictures. If you get a feeling at all, take a picture. Like Matt yep. said, any feeling, take a picture. But I like, I like taking pictures around certain certain belongings of, of people. That's smart. That's smart. Now, Robin, I want to ask you, um, when you're taking your pictures and this is, and this is just blatant curiosity to see if I'm the only one who does this, but if you get a feeling like, let's say over this direction, right. Do you just, do you turn your whole body and take your picture or do you just bring the camera over and start snapping? Well, I do it the wrong way. I turn body. Okay. I was just curious because I know some <gasps> investigators will actually turn and start taking pictures or they'll say flash or whatever, which you should. If you're with people, you should say yeah, flash because yeah. then you'll see orbs. Then that's not fun. But yeah. but me personally, if I'm somewhere and I've done and I did this on the battleship, um, if I'm walking down a corridor and something catches my attention over on the side of my peripherals, I just lift up and start taking pictures immediately. I don't even turn. I don't look because it's, you already have a set of eyes this way, and now you just expanded your vision without even thinking about it. Yeah, you know, I like 
I like that a lot. We had a guest on Coventry Circle Paranormal before they switched to talking with the source. Her name was Miss Jimmy, um, an older lady, and she was such an awesome lady. And what she does is she actually will take the camera and she'll put it over her shoulder and snap. And some of the evidence she was catching because, you know, um, it's said that, you know, our spirits end up always being behind us, our loved ones and stuff. And she caught some great evidence. I mean, like I said, guys, I was never into the whole pictures thing. Like, I was really against it because of of photography and knowing how the camera can, you know, do all these things and really put anomalies into stuff. Um, But Robin and everyone and you guys have been opening my eyes to it big time. And uh, what's up, Humphreys? What's up, Robert? Long time no talk. I I think with the the picture thing, AJ, I've... I, I've caught a lot of good stuff on pictures and it's it's really, really, you know, it's one of them things. If I catch a voice on a on a recorder, right, mm-hmm. someone might say, Well, that's someone else that's with you. Of course. You know, if 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 I if I if I'm walking around with the camera and I catch something being thrown across in front of me. Someone will always say, oh, you've got someone over in that corner. You know, if you hear a, a noise from behind you, someone will say, well, that's someone behind you. You know where I'm going with this. Yeah. But if, if you have, and I'm not just saying this because I did, but if you have, like that picture I took of that thing right in front of me, you know what I mean? Whoa. Oh, oh put it away, AJ. <laughs> I'll hail the queen. If, the queen. If you have something right in front of you that's that's see through, that's you know that that can't be debunked as uh, a shadow from of yourself from a light and stuff, you know, to, to me that's that's the best evidence. You can say to someone like I have with a picture I took, you can say to anybody, right? You dissect that then, and and people can't tell you what it is. Yeah, and see, here's the thing, like, and I've said this before, we are always going to have our naysayers, always, but here's the thing, if you hear something, if you feel something or whatever, if you can validate, that's where it's going to start, the naysayers are going to start backing away, and once you start building your credibility in the field, because let's be honest, we all trust each other, absolutely. But nobody here can sit there and say that if we get, like, let's say the Holy Grail, a full-bodied apparition, every single one of us being good investigators will doubt it until we've investigated and we tried to debunk it because that's what we do. So, you know, we're always going to have it. It's just how much are you going to have? You know, can you validate yourself? But AJ, I just thought of something. My next investigation, just for you, brother. I'm going to sit there and just and when I'm taking my pictures and just snap around, instead of yelling flash, I'm going to turn around and go selfie and just hold it up just for you. There you go. <laughs> I, like, I like get a little ghost selfie going. I like it. That, that'd be nice. You see, the th- and, and you, mentioned another thing. you mentioned another thing, AJ, which I was speaking to someone about and they said the exact same thing. A lot of the time when you hear noises, when you're out on investigation, they come from behind you. Yep. Yeah. Or, or if not necessarily straight behind, but behind you an angle. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. someone did say to me, 
if you have a camera for taking pictures, not not all the time, but if you decide to move from one part of the location to another, mm. and personally me, I leave the camera on and I'm going to do it because I might catch something in the process. But if I'm walking down a corridor, there's nothing to stop me, a couple of clicks behind me on the way down, and you never know who's following you. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. Right. I <clears throat> tell me, what is your guys' theory on why spirits are always behind us? I want to hear anybody's. Raymond, you first. <laughs> uh. um, honestly, it just depends on the spirit. You know, if it's a loved one, they want to be close, and obviously you can't see them. So if they're right behind you, you know, they can like put their hand on their your shoulder or something. You know, just just to let you know that they're there. You know, they're kind of like watching your back for you when you can't. Yeah. Um, then, you know, more menacing spirits, West, your most vulnerable position other than behind you. If you're walking mm-hmm. away and they come up behind you, you know. Yeah. See, my theory on it was is that I feel like they come from behind us because maybe the energy of the of the soul, maybe it's a little too too much, and maybe that's why when people they when they get marked, um, it's such a high energy from these spirits. Maybe you know they focus their energy, and maybe that's why we get marked. And I'm wondering if the energy is so strong for us that if they were right in front of us, I wonder if it would affect us in some way. But that's just a theory in my thing. But Matt, what's your theory? Uh, I'm kind of in the same page with Raymond on this one. Yeah. Um, the malicious, you know, ones that are out to try to hurt us. Our most vulnerable spot is behind us. That's why there's a reason oh. why the military and police say watch your sex. Yeah, it's for that reason. Um, as far as like our loved ones, it's a again, this is all theory, but it it might be something to where they don't want to scare us. They don't. They know that. You know, even though we are as investigators are like this to see a full bodied apparition just, you know, right in front of you, you know, that would probably that'd scare the living crap out of me. I'd be like, holy shit. And I'd be taking a lot of pictures and I'd be startled. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. It's the other thing it could be, too, is maybe they've tried. Maybe the spirits have tried our loved ones and our our family and friends have tried. Yeah. We can't, uh, most of us can't see them. So if they want to still watch over us, where are they going to be behind us? Yeah. They don't want to get in our ways. No, I like that. I I think that's great. Um, Robin, what about you? I'm going to go for it again. I've got a different theory about it. I think that a lot of the time when we are out on investigation, we sometimes ask for stuff to happen, right? We'll ask, you know, can you show yourself? You know, can you open that door? Can you throw something at us? Can you, you know, manifest in front of us? Can you move whatever there would be there? And sometimes I think if these spirits that are with us, as in loved ones, guides, stuff like this, if they are in front of us, it might, stop a lot of this stuff happening because the spirits who you're asking would then be thinking, well, there's a wall in front of him. There's a wall of people in front of him. I'm not going anywhere near it. Yep. No, I mean, so, I, I, 
Well, it's just it's just what I I mean. I I agree with with what Matt and Raymond said. I do I do believe that as well. I think there's quite a few different theories as as to why that that would happen, and I agree with every single one of them. But I just also have you know a, a lot of the stuff that we'll catch on camera that we'll catch by photograph is going to be in front of us. You know, in order for that to happen. I think that there has to be a, a clear area in front of you for these spirits to come forward and do what we are asking them and, and you know to do really. And the obviously the other ones will be right behind us that if something kicks off, then you know they can step in. But that's just my theory. Yeah, I can no, see I mean, that. I think yeah. it's important that we all because we're good friends, we all can get together. And we can, you know, even Nando, who I'm about to bring up his, his comment that he just had, as you guys see, um, I, um, I think it's important, man, that we all have this discussion. I mean, we all have different ideas and theories, but we all can learn from those. You know what I mean? And I think that's why we all do these podcasts, because we learn from all these people that we have on. Like, even if it's, you know, we take some and leave the rest, we still are, are increasing our knowledge on, you know the paranormal and the field and the research that we're trying to do. So I think it's important. I think it's awesome too. So, you know, I also think as well though, that there could be a case for, you know, the way like if, if you ask, if you're speaking to someone and you say about, you know, what we do and people will say, Oh, have you ever had, you know, your grandfather appear in front of you and stuff like this. And, you know, nine times out of 10 or even 10 times out of 10, we're going to answer that question with a no, and maybe maybe these spirits are are also behind us instead of in front of us because maybe I mean we are, but maybe as 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 a world we're not ready for it yet. Because what's yeah. the first thing that'll happen? The first thing that'll happen if someone comes back, like let's take an example, John Wayne, right? Ooh. Someone goes to where John Wayne lived. And, yep. and, and do an investigation. John, can you appear in front of us? And a full-bodied apparition of, of John Wayne, cowboy hat and everything, all features, appears there. The first thing that's going to happen is, obviously, we're going to get slated, people saying it's false, you've made it up and stuff. But apart from that, it's going to change everything. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, if the Duke himself appears in front of me, I'm getting on all fours and start doing like I do for Patty. Absolutely. And uh, the, the only thing I, I will say is I will tell him Fighting Seabees is my favorite movie of his. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I love his westerns. They're good. But the Fighting Seabees is my favorite for obvious reasons. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hey, Matt, one thing I want to talk about. I got to make you full screen real quick so everybody can see this. And then I'll get into Nando's comment that he just had. But no. I love your background. Everybody, oh. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll, I'll help you out with that. It'll All make right. it a lot better. You ready? There you go. Dude, <laughs> that is also an right? You know what? Hey, you know what? I don't see though, right, Robin? What don't you see? Talking with the source. Oh, there you go. Uh, oh, but I do have you guys somewhere else. I know and... you're only messing with you. You know, you know where you're at. I'm leaving that. That looks good. In the P3 video, yeah. <laughs> no, he's a magician. No, 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 no. Oh wait, let's see if I can do it. 
So Lurker calls this galaxy face. I wonder if I can actually do it. Hold on. Ooh. Hold on. Let me put this I can off. do galaxy face with this. Yeah. That's great. Oh my god. <laughs> galaxy face. That is so awesome. <laughs> now, I love technology. Uh, what are you actually doing? Just using the green screen? Like, like yeah. You, you guys are on PC. You're on PC and normally Raymond is. I don't. We don't have that uh, control with iPhones for some reason. So, so all I'm doing is in my settings. Um, I have the virtual background, and it is a green screen. Um, yep. But there's a little slide bar that for fade, so I can slide in and out. It depends on how much it shows. Oh, that's cool. So, and I screw around with that all the time. It's it's funny. You should see me. When it, it's a green screen, but whenever I wear this like red shirt, I have. I can literally just take away everything except my mouth. It, and I do this galaxy oh. face thing. And it's it's yeah, hilarious. It's great. It's, it's a, I even put yeah, an accent I, with them. I don't even know why. I see some that you've done, man, and you crack me up with the things you do. It cracks I try. me so much. But hey, no, I was. Oh, go ahead, really. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Matt. I was going to say, uh, no, talking with the source is actually in that new video of mine. I'm going to show it at the end because I know you guys don't have a lot of time. But uh, Yeah, I've got to get going. Um, I love you guys, and I will talk to you later. Thank you, again. Thanks for having me. Got to get you on the show, so I'll talk to you later, all right? Okay. All right, sounds good, brother. Later. Bye. All right, guys. So Nando said, I think spirits stay behind us as they don't trust us. And I think it's a case that we have to build trust with the spirit and go back to the same locations to build the trust. That is a great theory for sure. I totally, I totally understand that. You know, it's weird because you ever see like these famous mediums that go on uh, TV and they'll be like, Oh yeah, I can see two figures behind you. You know what I mean? And it's always behind you, even if it's loved ones. And it makes me wonder like, why you know and like why would we have to build trust with the loved ones you know what i mean because there are loved ones you know and our friends but it's great to have this theory talk because who knows really what's going on you know and that's it's why a I question with a million theories isn't it? it is and and that's what i love about this field like everybody including someone who's brand spanking new to this field yeah they're right that's the beautiful thing everyone's right everyone like we said earlier that everyone's out for themselves so you know what Change that mindset. Yep. Everybody in this field is correct because we can't prove or disprove. Yeah. Just like one of my favorite things, and this is obviously really far out there, but if I say yeah. every spirit is the color purple, maybe to me it is. Maybe everything, every manifestation is purple to me. Can you yeah. prove that I'm right? No. Can you prove that I'm wrong? No. no. Because it's my opinion, my thoughts, and my theory. And yep. um, I know AJ, we've we've spoken on uh, the Paracrew about some theories about yep. the Garden of Eden and uh, and what happens, you know, in these near death experiences. Nobody can take your your uh, experiences away from you or say that you're wrong because they're your experiences. Exactly. And until we figure out what is fully going on with this field, it's all theory, which means everyone's correct, and yep. it all deserves to be looked at. You know, one thing I, I, I do think that we are all wrong about, and, and this is just for this is just my opinion. Mm -hmm. Well, I think we are all wrong 
to think of the afterlife in a way of human standards. And I think a lot of us do it. I do it myself where like, you know, I think like, uh, uh, what's an example of that? Um, Oh yeah. You know, like for example, Oh, when we die, we always have a body. Like we always have, you know, like a full body thing along those lines. But as we know, as investigators, obviously, you know, the, the orb, the true orbs that we catch with intelligence, we know that that's probably the way that they're traveling and they're not always in that form. So what I said, if that makes sense, hopefully that, you know, analogy worked. No, I get you. And see what a lot of people forget too, is there's different levels of manifestation. You know, it's, you have got everything from vapors to distortions, to shadow figures, to black masses, to orbs, to partial bodied apparitions, full bodied apparitions. Uh, there's, there's different levels of manifestation and who's to say that it's not like you see a black mass run across the room. That may be grandma. You don't know. It just might be. That's how much energy she has at that point in time, you know? So I don't know. Yeah. I wanted to also ask you guys, I'll ask Matt first since he's our, you know, he's our guest for today. Um, and plus screw Robin, you know, <laughs> but, um, I wanted to ask you, so, why do you believe in the stone tape theory? Are you a stone tape theory believer for energy? Refresh my memory on that one, brother. Okay. Stone tape theory is basically, um, say if, uh, I'm in the house with my wife and I'm, I'm screaming and we're having a traumatic event cause we're having an argument. Mm-hmm. Well, that energy gets trapped in the wood in the, you know, I get the, you know and then it gets released, uh, you know, and that's why we have these residual hauntings according to investigators. What is your take on it? I mean, residuals, residual comes from somewhere. There has to be something imprinted in the area, whether it's whether it's the wood, whether it's the foundation. But the the only thing that I will say is that doesn't explain when a building is torn down. Yes. When a building's torn down, it's still on that area. It's still in the location. Mm-hmm. So in in sense, if it say the house burned down, what happens to that energy that has to go somewhere that has yeah. to get released because it can't be destroyed? Yeah. So I think just like with other hauntings, it's circumstantial. If if you walk into a house, like think of it this way. If you walk into um say say Robin's house, say him, him and his wife are having a really bad day, they're yelling at each other, arguing with each other constantly, they're just miserable, just PO'd every day then. Pretty much, and uh, I know she kicked your ass. I know, but uh, really <laughs> but um, you go in that house, like you come over for dinner, you walk in, you feel that heaviness, you feel it. And let's say next week, you guys are having a great week. You're having a great day. You're loving on each other. Everything's happy. You're joking around, having a great time. That negative energy is still going to be there. You're still going to feel it, and whether it's within us or whether it's in the foundation or the home whatever but it's still gonna be there you know it, it sets the tone so people will set the tone amen to that amen to that i totally agree with that you know it's it's weird because it makes you think like sorry for my dog you know barking in the background i don't know if you can hear that but um he's going nuts right now he's probably fighting with the poor little uh pitbull chihuahua we got but uh pitbull anyway chihuahua. Uh, but I was gonna say, yeah, it's a long the, story. That's the physics weird... of that are daunting. I'm just dude, saying. Dude, I thought it's a rape type breed. You know what I mean? Pitbull and a chihuahua. I mean, I'm just saying, I don't know. Unless but... unless the pitbull is female. 
Oh, I didn't think about that. Get a little piggyback action going on. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> that's like yeah, that's like you know, that's like the equivalent of uh, one of my dwarf friends marrying one of my tall friends. That's a girl, you know. I, I think. people, our next subject is the birds <laughs> and the bees with animals. Yeah, well, birds. It's not normal, so it's paranormal. It's still yeah, pets. yeah, there you go. <laughs> there, there you go. Um, you made me totally lose my train of thought of what we were talking about. You're welcome. Yeah, what were we talking about? <laughs> that theory. About you were waffling some shit. Oh yeah, the stone tape theory. The reason why I was saying that, but do you guys think that residual haunting? Do you really think that there's a spirit that is, you know, just either stuck or it's just a residual energy? I mean, do you think that a spirit's really just replaying over and over and over and over and over in their traumatic experience? If they had a death of a traumatic experience or the residual hauntings that didn't, but the mm -hmm. owners are still there. Do you think it's just a replay of over and over of them being trapped in that? Or do you think it's something just of a residual energy being released, playing a film, you know, type thing? Well... You know what, Robin? I'll let you you answer this one, brother. You answer this yeah, one. Yeah, answer this one first. <clears throat> I, I, I don't know. I, I find it hard to believe. And I I, I know what, what's going to happen here. I'm, people's going to call me out first. But when when you say a spirit is stuck somewhere, right? I, yes, I can get that. But, you know, surely we have some license to to roam like we do when we're alive if if i'm sitting in the house here and i want to go to the shop for a bottle of coke i don't have to go and and phone you know boris johnson for instance and say can i go to the shop for a bottle of coke yeah. i have free reign to go so i i find it hard to believe yes i i, I think that you know we we can we can hang around and and you know do what we do but i find it hard to believe that people are are stuck that for two three hundred years yeah. they're just constantly doing the same five second loop you know that in in life that would drive you crazy if you did it for a day yeah so so did to me you know I think there is there is some cases where, you know, like people, you know, maybe they owned a house for 50 years and they loved it there and there was nowhere better. So whenever they pass, they might just stay at the house because they loved it there. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but then they might also stay at the house but go and visit relatives as well. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just I don't get I don't get the whole thing about about spirits being being completely. I'll say I'll put it this way: completely stuck. Okay. Although here, here's a thought, just to add to that. I mean, that's a that's a good theory, but yeah. w but you said something: if a spirit, a conscious spirit, is being stuck in, say, a five second loop or a minute loop, that would be you know literally hell. What yeah. if it is? Yeah. What if that's a, a a a certain level of hell? Someone's literal punishment. Yeah. Well, well, there is there is that as well. There is that as well because you know, to to me, that it's possible. A, a, a fat 
I find it hard to believe. I'm not saying I don't believe it. Mm -hmm. I find it hard to believe. But then again, this is what we're in this this business for, to try and figure this out. Mm -hmm. But to me, when when we pass, I honestly believe that we have a certain amount of free will. The only time we have to ask anything is if we get to the pearly gates and we have to ask for forgiveness for anything, you know, and, and stuff like that. But, you know, for, for, for the past in a hospital and your spirit to come out of your body and to think that, Oh, I want to go back to the house. Cause I, I want to keep an eye on my family and make sure they're all right. And I loved it there. Yeah. Who would you have to ask why you can do that or not? Surely yeah. you can just go. Yeah. I don't believe that there is not not free will where like where we go after this. I believe we do have free will. Um, that's why I believe a lot of these spirits get stuck um, because, OK, for instance, right. When I went to Montana State Prison, all the spirits that I got in contact with and all the communication I got through the spirit boxes um, with multiple different ones. They were basically trapped in this depression loop. Like they didn't want to cross over because they were nervous that they were going to get judged. Like, especially Lee Smart, that's all he kept saying was that he was worried he was going to get judged because of his actions. And he also said that he loved Jerry Miles. He had like a little love thing with him. So with his beliefs back in the 50s about, you know, um, you know, basically back in the 50s, it was like, if, if you're gay, you're going to hell, you know, all this stuff. He was very, uh, he was kept saying through the, through the box, basically, like, you know, I don't want to cross over because I'm afraid basically God is going to judge me, you know. And it was crazy to hear that and to hear all these spirits that were just stuck in a, like a loop of depression. And I wonder if when we are, when we pass away and if we stay here and we don't cross over like we're supposed to, I wonder if we lose that light after a while, like they say. And I wonder if we get lower, like our energy lowers as a spirit. And I wonder if we get stuck in a depression loop like we do in our physical bodies. And I wonder if that's what keeps them in that place for so long, stuck in these like institutions like jails and, and psychiatric wards. And I, I wonder, because why wouldn't you cross over? You know what I mean? Like, so I'm, I'm wondering, you know, it just made sense to me. But like I said, it's all theory. I mean, even though I died. I didn't get any answers, so you know, we're all in the same boat. Uh, not not to cut you off here, brother, but it, does either one of you guys have somebody talking in the background? Uh, it might have been me from upstairs. No, it sounded like like right in the same room. Right now? Whispering? Like the past you hear, minute. You hear it right now? I, I Just as you started talking, and guys, if you're watching, please go back and listen to this, but right at the... I'd say the 50 minute mark to let's say 50 to 52 while you're talking, I'm hearing in my, in my headphones, somebody whispering. Oh, somebody whispering. Okay. Nobody's in the room with me right now. Everyone's up. It, it sounded I'll be checking my eye afterwards. It, it sounded, I, I'm not going to give out what I, what I thought I heard, but it literally sounded like somebody was like right next to your microphone, AJ, or it could have been even on your side, Robin, but. That whole time, I I heard somebody saying something. That's why Phoenix. I was going like this because I was trying to hear if I could hear what was being said. Interesting. Was it male? 
I'm not telling you. I'm not going to. Power suggestion, brother. Well, no, the, re- the reason why is because my aunt was up. My aunt's upstairs and she's talking to someone upstairs, but it, you could cut, barely hear it. I don't think you'll be mm-hmm. able to hear it on here. No, actually, I'm going to write it down after we get out of cool. here. But I review it for sure. Thank yeah. you for uh, yeah. picking that of headphones on. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'm here. Yeah. oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I've got a question for you two. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, this is a good one. Uh-oh. I was watching. Earlier on tonight, I was watching a good friend of ours on a Facebook Live. Yep. Richard Felix. Yep. Was on Facebook Live, and he was at, was talking about uh, spirits and water. Okay. Right. Yep. Now he was talking about should they be using water more on investigations. Now, we all know that if you're near a river on an investigation and stuff, water's a conductor. Yeah. But but the human brain, and this is what he was saying, this isn't me, this is what he was saying, and I find it interesting, the human brain is 75% water. Yet, Yet it's the most complex supercomputer there is. Yeah, we haven't even tapped into yet. Yeah, so could water in the future be, for instance, a storage device for this kind of stuff? You're talking about stone tape theory, and we're talking about stone and wood and stuff like that. Water, what's your opinion? Think about this, okay? So scientists did a study where um, a a Chinese scientist, I believe it was a Chinese scientist, he did a study where... He got water and he had two he had two controlled waters in a like a jar or something. And one uh, group of students, uh, he was told them basically speak all negative stuff into this water. Just say it at the water. The other one say all positive stuff. When they ended up putting it, I guess I don't know if it was frozen or whatever it was, but they put it under the microscope and you had to see how much of a difference the positive compared to the negative jar of water reacted in the moment. I forget what, what uh, scientific uh, experiment it was, but I'll, I'll send it to you guys later if I can find it. It was absolutely amazing to see the oscillation of what frequency did to, you know, the frequency of negative and positive speaking actually did to this water. And the same thing it does for plants. I mean, you know, if you talk to plants, so I believe we're on a whole different wavelength of connected to everything that we don't even understand completely. And if we did, can you imagine how how powerful we really are as humans? Like, just think about it. The power that we have inside of us is we're the extension of God, which is the energy that created worlds. So if that's roaming inside of us, think about all the power that we truly have, but we have never truly learned to harness it. You know, what if, and here's another theory for you guys, and uh, I'll answer your question, Robin. Um, honestly, I, I I wouldn't say it would be a bad idea to carry some water with you. Yeah. Um, but because I know when I do investigations, I always check out the geological sites. Is there a water table and or creeks or rivers close by? Um, but I think a lot of it comes with the minerals. Stuff like that. I think the minerals content of the water itself is what helps, you know, conduct this this energy. I was about to say that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's possible. 
but again, anything in this field is possible. Yeah. So, I mean, if you can trap, you know, a little bottle of ghost, I mean, <laughs> that'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> I trap grandma in a, in a super soaker. Okay. Yeah. Um, spray grandma <laughs> on, you know, that just sounds bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it took but, it to a whole new level. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm good at doing that, I guess. Um, <laughs> But AJ, here's something for you to think about. Um, yep. You're talking about, you know, God inside of us. I mean, that's that's you know what it says in Scripture that we yep. are descendants, basically, of God. We are His creations. There, you know, we are made in His image. Here's something to think about. Okay. What if the forbidden fruit wasn't for all knowledge? What if it was a suppressant of all knowledge? Okay. And that once Adam and Eve took the bite of the apple, our brains were locked out of tapping into that. I, Hey, I agree. It could be totally. It totally could be. I hope I didn't cut on you guys right there, but yeah, I totally agree with that, man. Hmm. Wanted to put your logo in the background for you. So. Background, <laughs> the corner. It's all over. I appreciate Hell it. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Everywhere, baby. But, um, yeah, man, we got to get Paravid Studios out there because it's a great thing. Um, just like Media 13, I mean, the things you guys are doing, the the talent you guys have is just out, out, outrageous. I mean, it's awesome. I'm glad you're my brother and, uh, you know, glad Dom's the same as family. Um, but it's great. But, yeah, no, I like that theory a lot, man. I, I do. I think that's very, you know, very important to talk about like i said because all these theories can just help more i mean i literally go dude after this and i'll write a bunch of this stuff that we talked about down and then i'll go and do private sessions and i'll do like multiple ones and see how many answers i get that match up and do synchronicities and stuff to see what you know what comes out and you know kind of base my research off synchronicities and stuff like that like most of us do yeah. um but I mean, obviously, I don't think we're ever going to get the right answers to everything, but it's worth a try, right? But this is this is a great thing about this field, right? Because, say, for instance, like when, when Raymond was in earlier, there was four of us, right? So, yeah. say, if you ask a question, right? Yep. Raymond has Raymond has a theory. Matt might agree with Raymond's theory, but he'll have his own theory. Then when it comes to me, I might agree with Matt's theory and Raymond's theory. Yep. But I'll have a theory on it. And then yep. when, it, when it goes back around to you, you'll say, well, yes, I can see where the three of you are coming from. But I think that, and this is the thing, 99 questions out of 100 in the paranormal field, there, there's, not, there's not one answer universal for it. Yeah. You know, there's not one theory that you can, that, you know, you'll not ask a question that Matt will answer. And I'll say, Oh well, well I can't answer because I was going to say the same thing, you know. And Raymond would say, "Oh, I can't answer. I was going to say the same thing." Yeah, it's not going to happen because no. because you know there, there's because we don't know. We're we're trying to figure out with the help of spirit mm -hmm. the answers to these questions that a lot of the time we'll probably never know the answers, whether whether people. You know, way in the future, might might have better resources to tap into this, and you know, we don't know how it's going to be in the future in two, three hundred years. You know, but at this minute in time, we don't have 
the means to say, yes, this is what it is. We can say we think this is what it is. And it's every single question is the same. You know what I really love about our field at this at this point in time and P3, Global Ghost, Parapost, Paraline, everybody, everybody we work with, we do all this in a very constructive way. We don't. And seriously, people, if you want to know how to stop the drama and the stupidity and all that, you're looking at it. We talk about things. If if Robin says something that I don't agree with. Cool. I don't argue with them. I just talk and be like, you know what? That is, you make a valid point. That is your theory. You're welcome to have that theory. However, here's my thought process on it. And who knows? Maybe he can rebuttal something. But either way, we're building each other up. We're building this field up. And that's what I love about everybody that we, we deal with. Everybody in P3, everybody with Parapo, everybody. Everybody up here. That's what we do. And you know what? You know what else as well? Sorry, AJ. You know what else as well? is that with questions being asked, you know, we might, like, somebody asked you, you know, do you believe in Dogman, for instance, right? Mm. Now, my, my, my answer to that is, no, I don't believe in it. But if you believe in Dogman, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I haven't got a problem with that. And if no. you can then show me evidence to say, here is this dogman or mothman or whatever you want to bring in, you know what I mean? Yeah. Bloody zebra man or giraffe man, whatever you want to call it, you know. But I want to see giraffe man. Yeah, yeah that'd be good. I want to see that. Yeah, I yeah. haven't got a neck for it though. Hey, but... <laughs> you think it'll have a long neck? That's kind of what I'm yeah, seeing. I'm probably. like a slender man type style, but with a huge neck. Yeah. Siren yeah. head. Yeah. Oh, there, yeah, yeah there you go. But but the thing the thing I was getting at is Whereas a lot of people in this field, and we get it, I'm not just saying the UK because it happens everywhere, but people will say, nah, that's a lot of shit. Nah, that, that, don't believe in that. Nah, you know, we don't say that. We say our answer to things like that you know, will be, like I, I for instance, I, I strongly believe in UFOs. Mm-hmm. Matt, if you didn't believe in UFOs, but you'd sit, normally say to me, well, that's fine. I don't necessarily believe in them, but you do. You carry on doing your ev- gathering your evidence and doing your investigations. And if you if you catch something that's undeniable, it might change my mind. Well, and here's the thing, and I don't know if, if you guys know this, but I I do believe, but I don't. I, I don't yeah. believe in a lot of the things that come out. See, I'm I'm kind of right in the middle. I try to keep myself in the middle of it. Um, I do believe that there is intelligent life out there because let's face it, there's trillions of trillions of galaxies that we just know about. And there's more that are beyond what we know. And for us to sit here and say that we're the only intelligent life. No, no way in hell. We are probably like the backwoods hillbillies, like like that. Mm, that's us. We're, we're dumb compared to some of these people or creatures, whatever. And, um, but until I see it, I mean, think of it this way. At one point in time, most of us were all skeptics in this field, this field that we all believe in. Yeah. And it wasn't until we had our experiences that we started believing in it. And yeah. it's and for me, it's the same way. Dogman, Mothman, Nessie, Bigfoot, all of these. You know, I, I'm iffy about it, but at the same time, I'm open to it. Yeah. 
exactly. I mean, I'm the same way, you know, like, I mean, I believe in the alien situation. I believe in the Bigfoot situation, especially the alien situation, just because of everything going on over here with the government releasing stuff and them not even knowing um, it's been amazing. Um, I never really told this story, but when I was younger, we had a group of friends that um, moved from Seymour to Ansonia, where I live in Connecticut. And um, we were skateboarders and we all hung out with this kid. And this kid was a, a hacker and he was amazing back in the early 2000s, like truly amazing and hacking. And basically what ended up happening was this kid hacked into the government. He hacked into the FBI and he was able to bypass their firewall and end up getting a bunch of information on a bunch of different things from aliens to have all these things. And he said to me back in 2003, he said before he got raided by obviously the FBI because they, you know, they ended up finding his IP address and all this stuff and they ended up coming to his house hardcore, um, taking him away, which is another story. Um, but he saved some files that showed that the FBI was going, that the government was going to start releasing slowly information about aliens Um around the around the time between 2016 and no i'm sorry between 2020 and 2025 and how weird is it that where we are right now this kid was right and we were only 13 years old yep they they've started doing that they and it's slow and i i don't know i think that i think the government is doing that for a couple reasons number one they don't want mass hysteria because think about it, the biggest one of the biggest cover ups yep. in, in history and it's global, too. It's not just here in the U.S. Yeah. Locally, governments have literally said there's no such thing. But if they start coming out and saying, oh, look, yeah, we do have it. And they just come out and say, yeah, we have E.T. Like if the U.S. government, like let's say the U.S. government says, hey, we have a UFO. We have this. Yeah. Other governments from around the world will be like WTF. Why didn't you say something? Yeah. Not to mention what kind of rebellion would you have? You've got people sitting here saying they're lying to us. The government is lying. No shit. But think of the chaos that would ensue. They're baby feeding us a bunch of stuff, which whatever, that's their prerogative, but it is what it is. Um, but I, I want to answer Nando's real quick, if you guys don't mind, and then I have to get going. Uh, yeah. I'm being summoned by the Wiki oh. consultant. I was going to let you know because it was a 107, so, or a minute, or an hour seven. But here, here's, here's, a, here's a quick, quick one before you do. Wait, wait, no, wait, Robin, wait. Let me answer this question. Because <clears throat> it's really um, I have a question for you guys, Nando says. He goes, do you believe in doing protection slash prayers before you start any investigation? Go ahead, Matt, because I know you got to get out of here. Absolutely. Um, I... The more protection, the better for me. Um, what I do is I usually cleanse myself first of any negative energy with uh, sage, with white sage. Yeah. If black sage, if I can find it, but usually white sage with lavender. Um, and I just let the smoke just cover me. And then I just kind of calm myself down, get myself into a ready state. And then um, what I'll do is I actually walk the property. Like for the battleship, I walked around and I just sit there and I just take in the energy I kind of get used to it, get comfortable with it before I step foot. And then uh, I usually pray. I usually do some kind of prayer of protection or guidance for me. Cool. cool. 
Robin, how about you? Or, or actually, Matt, should I let you go? Well, Robin, so you had a question, right, brother? Yeah, yeah there's a quick one, and then I'll answer yeah, yeah. that one. Uh, God, how can I how can I put this? Give it to him straight. I was gonna say you ain't gonna offend my ass. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like this, right? Put it this way. I think as well, if the governments were to release this info, mm -hmm. like in in mass rather than in bits. Do, do you not think there is a small, I mean, it's going to be a minute chance, but a small chance that if we as a population believe that there is extraterrestrial life out there that could quite possibly be a threat to us, to humanity, that maybe instead of Russia fighting against Ukraine and, and all this kind of stuff, maybe that the whole world would actually get together and think, right, if an attack comes from out there, we need to be ready rather than. I mean, I can see that. I just, for me, the likelihood of global catastrophic uh, events, we'll just put it that way, put it nicely. I think it would be more of whoever comes out with and announces it first. That's going to cause more issues. Because, like I said, people are going to get upset. Like, let's say the UK. UK has nothing. They don't have their own Area 51. And the US government comes out and says, hey, we have alien technology. We have lasers. We have a Stargate. We have this. We have that. We have cloaking devices. We have all this stuff. Yeah. The UK is going to sit there and go, we're supposed to be in a treaty with each other. We're supposed to share yeah. this information. Why yeah. haven't you? It's going to cause way more backlash. I, I think, yeah. I think maybe after. I think if there's going to be a total global war, to where we're all under one name, yeah. Then, then yes, then then in that scenario we will start working together because we'll have to at that point. But yeah. I think, a like right away, it would just be, it'd be all sorts of chaos. Oh, shit literally, shit wouldn't just hit the fan. It would destroy the fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, Matt, I'll let you get going so you can get going yep. to your... Thank you, Matt, for coming on. Matt, thank you so much for stopping by, brother. Anytime, guys. You know I got nothing but love and respect for you, love guys. you guys. Love you, brother. Have a great night, everybody. You too. And take care, Matt. You too. See you guys. Later. There. So what we're going to do real quick right now, I'm going to play... Uh, two p3 commercials real quick um for matt and then we're gonna hop back on and we're gonna talk for a little bit longer sound good rob yeah yeah all right so i get the first one going It's been coming up like sun above. It's making us come together. Been making plans and joining hands. Come by me, stand and come together. When they know we've had enough, they'll try and call up the. But no, there's no 
Sorry about that. I was muted. We are back at a little. Uh, you muted me at all. You know, man, I wanted to uh, just talk for a little bit longer. We've been uh, going for like an hour and 15 minutes. Um, don't mind my dog real quick. He's barking. But um, so I wanted to basically. Uh, I, Matt just said, I need to get you the updated P3 video. Yeah, definitely the old one. So, yes, Matt, please get me the new one. Um, but. Yeah, so um, I don't know who's watching right now, but if anyone would like to join us and have a conversation, please let me know, and I'll put the link in the convert in the uh, comments, and you can join the second half with us to have a con uh, conversation. Um, anyone who wants to, just 
you know, say you want to in the comments and I'll put the link and you can sign in. Um, anyway, so one of the things I wanted to talk, thank you for sending it, Matt. He just said he sent the new video. So thank you. Um, <coughs> I wanted to, uh, answer your question. So you're uh, not your question, Nando's question. Um, Nando. So what I, I do do protection. Um, what I do is I actually um, will meditate for like five, 10 minutes and I will put a golden white light that will come down into my head, um, into my third eye, and then it'll expand from my heart chakra um, outwards and upwards and down and everything and be rooted. And uh, it'll, I'll try to you know focus on it and visualize it coming out 15 feet so that my energy is completely protected of white light. And uh, I normally have no issues. Um, it's when I don't do it that I have serious issues where I'll get attachments. I'll get things following me home. Um, it's probably the reason why, you know, <laughs> my house is getting more and more active um, because of the one time that I didn't do it. But anyway, so, Robin, uh, tell me, is there anything that you want to discuss? I mean, I do want to discuss our show that's coming up this uh I believe Sunday. Um, so we have Stephen Woodard of Paralinks. Um, and we are live on Paralinks Plus, like we shouted out in the beginning. Um, but we're having him on, and I can't wait to have him on because I have so many questions to ask him. Um, I haven't really had a chance um, to talk with uh, Stephen from Paralinks, the Paranormal United Network. Um, that much, but uh, I can't wait to get him on, man. I mean, how about you? Just to find out what his journey's like, <clears throat> all the stuff he's yeah. doing with things, and right, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love to hear anybody's journey, uh, same way as I love telling my own for people yeah. who ask. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I think you know, when, when everybody tells their journey to other people, you know, for a start, how many times? Do you think to yourself, you know, well, that sounds phenomenal or that sounds familiar or, you know, I mean, there's there's loads of times and loads of cases where they all sort of match up a little bit. So. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Totally agree. So I'm looking so forward to have Stephen on, um, you know, Matt said Stephen is a great guest and I, I totally agree with him. I mean, I can't wait to have him on. He seems like a very knowledgeable person and uh, everything he's doing with Paralinks has just been absolutely amazing how he's grown that company. Um, him and I believe his partner, um, I don't know their name, but I've heard from people. I don't want to butcher it if it isn't the name, so I won't say a name. Um, but yeah, so. We're going to have a show Sunday. Um, we're going to probably try and have it around like one or two ish uh, Eastern time. Saturday. It's Saturday now. It always was Saturday. Oh, no, I thought it was. I thought I changed it to Sunday. OK, I'm sorry, everyone. Saturday. Oh, hold on. Let, let me let me just check because that's that could be a give me two seconds. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Sunday, but no, no worries. Either way, this weekend, we're, I'm going to be posting something tonight about it. So please join, um, you know, if you have any questions for any paranormal investigators, researchers that come on here, mediums, anybody who comes on here, please put them in the comments. We like to get all of our viewers involved. Um, we know this was just a discussion tonight. It wasn't a real like episode like we normally do. So 
the viewer count is kind of slow right now, but it's totally all right. I thank everybody for all the hearts, the, the thumbs up and the caring that you put um, emojis, um, all the people that sign in to watch for a little bit. Greatly appreciate you. Um, my name's Anthony Capasso from Coventry Circle Paranormal. Robin Huffern from Huffern Paranormal. And this has been another little segment of Talking with the Source. So thank you guys. And we will be seeing you this weekend with Stephen Woodard as our guest. And uh, truly look forward to it. So until next time, talk to you soon. Stay safe. Later. Thank <laughs> you.